This ain't one of them times you could slide by what you say that you gonna do. Put your money up, run that fade, time to show and prove. You know the vibes, partner. Ain't got no ways up in my guys. I clown in the day, gone in la mañana. I've been on fire lately. Train my spirit, mind, and body daily. Victory is sweet, that's the science, baby. It's only right we represent from Tampa to Tally. And keep the pressure on these ops that cardio lacking. Till you flapping on the canvas and bobbing and weaving. Unleashing the fury on your face while the audience screaming. Hope they got gray seats or the pay per view. Let's get the Breakdown from J, DJ, and Q. You know the vibes. What is up, Boxing World? We are back again with podcast number 89. This is your man, JD, of Boxing Vibes TV, and I'm here with my man, Q. What do we have on the menu today, man? Tell them what we got on the menu. Oh, man, we talking about the Canelo and finally, finally, fingers crossed, uh, Jamal Charlo fight, man. And we talking about Mm -hmm. the, we talking about the uh, Amir Khan versus Kerr Brooks showdown, man. Finally, 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 finally. Now Finally, man. man. Might, might be some years. Thing, you know, y'all, y'all need to be in it. You feel me? Right, right. It might, might be a few years late, but man, sounds oh, like we finally gonna, gonna get that fight to go down. No and with that being said, man, let's get right quickly into our pod quote of the day. Speaking of Amir Khan versus Kell Brook, this one is from none other than Mr. Amir Khan. When he was asked about the round that he's gonna knock out Mr. Kell Brook, Amir Khan simply said, I'll let God determine the round I'm going to knock Hellbrook out. Man, and that is what he said. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. That's crazy. He said he's going to let God determine when you know he's going to knock out He's Kale talking Brooke. real spicy over there, man. Talking real For spicy, real. man. For real. Hey, he said he's leaving oh. it up to Allah. Leave it you know up I mean? to Allah. Straight up. You know what I mean? Hey, man. If y'all down with the vibes, y'all man, y'all hit the notification bell and subscribe and smash the like button. Please do most, that, man. We need y'all most people to survive out here in these uh YouTube streets, man. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Most definitely, man. And with that being said, bro, let's get into the first main topic. All right, so let's get into topic number one. So I know a lot of people were up in arms when we heard about Mr. Canelo Alvarez supposedly going up to Cruiserweight to fight some gentleman named Mr. Makabu. Nobody had ever heard of him before, but we all heard about that supposedly going down and was approved by the WBC who we know lets Canelo do whatever he wants. Well, it actually looks like Canelo Alvarez is about to reverse course and they're out actually about to go to a more noticeable name. None other than Mr. Jamal Charlo. So tell me, Q, will this be a good fight for Canelo Alvarez? It sounds like the fight is going to happen at 168. So actually, Jamal Charlo is going to have to go up a weight class. It actually won't even be at the 160-pound limit. So is this a smart move for Jamal Charlo? So is this cherry-picking by Canelo? It's a lot of different questions surrounding this, especially because Canelo's not going to 160 for the fight. He's actually making him come up. So what do you think about this fight now if it goes down at 168? 
I think that's where the fight should take place, being all the work Canelo done put in. You know what I'm saying? I feel like he put in more work at 168 than Charlo. Then Charlo put in at 160, you know, being that he never fought. Uh, he never fought. The, if he had fought Demetrius Andrade and became undisputed at 160, I feel mm-hmm. like he would have had more of a leg to stand on. You know, what Canelo come down there for a fight and uh, possibly snatch up snatch up all the belts. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. The winner out of those two. But since he didn't, you know, he was he was uh, you know, and plus you know he done called out Benavidez and said you would come up to one you would come up to one sixty eight already. You said that then, but Benavidez um returned fire and said come on up here because I think he said mm-hmm. not Benavidez out. Then it was crickets. You know what I'm saying? And the latest thing is being you know Caleb Plant. They was going back and forth, and um, Caleb Plant and him, uh, if he fight Canelo and and win. Hey, you Caleb Plant feel like he food. He feel like Charlo was food. Yeah, he feel like he what? food. You know, he say he mm-hmm. said he say you not Canelo, so don't you mm-hmm. duck me. You know what I'm saying? Right. Later mm-hmm. this year, he want he want to get him later this year. But I feel like absolutely, positively, and inequivocally, you know what I'm saying? He has to take this fight. Listen, long longer they paying you, you know what I'm saying? Now, I feel like you should get the biggest pay that you ever had, more than likely. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I hear that Canelo might begin to tune up to 40, 50 million. And I heard the Charlo somewhere around the tune of 12 million. I'm not you know, ain't sure about none of these numbers, you know. Right. But I'm just saying that Charlo had to take this fight because, you know, that's been a name you, you've been hollering for the longest. And, um, you know, other than like Triple G. But uh, I just feel like you had to take this fight because I think what I didn't know was they offered it to him, um, I think, last year sometime. But he didn't want to come up to 168 or something. You know, I, you know, I exactly. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I didn't I even know that. that. So with that right, being right. said, right now, all eyes on you. Now it's what you're gonna do, you know. And I think that Canelo did, did see his last fight. And looking, looking at, you know, nobody was was really caring about the mock, whatever my man name up there at 190. That that really wasn't a good look. But he had a mandatory anyway. He he had a mandatory. He had, he had, so that that's off the table. And I feel like Canelo's probably looking like this is this probably is a softer touch. When you look at every, you know, look at his last fight, then you look at uh my man at 168 that just fought, uh, what's his name? I hate that. I, I drew a blank, man. My man, um, Better Be, Be, Yeah, Better Be. Oh, Better Better Be, yeah. Better Be. Uh, so, you know, I think, uh, Joe Smith, Better Be. And, um, I, I feel like Canelo probably, and Joe Smith is tied up also. So I just feel like looking at Charlo's last fight, I feel like Canelo probably feel like it's perfect time. You know what I'm saying? Canelo probably feel like it's perfect timing, and, and and that's a name, and that fight, that's a fight that could happen in Dallas or either you know Cinco de Mayo in Vegas or wherever you know because Charlo got a big name and he's from Dallas and you know Dallas got the Mexican border right there, right in Texas and um they could fight at the Cowboy Stadium you know so it's a lot of options and I just feel like it, it's it's do not price yourself out of this fight please Charlo you know we've been pulling for you to, been pulling for you and as of late man you know I just feel like at this point. You need to go ahead and get in while you can and get this fight. Fight you've been screaming about. So that's what I got. What you think, brother? Hey man, I'm gonna tell you right now, man. There's there's some L's in life, you know. There's some L's in life, man. There's a price tag that you could put on that L, my brother. And I'm gonna tell you right now, uh, Charlo's gonna put the right price tag on this L, and he's gonna step up in that ring and move up to 168 and easily take this L. Now I do think. I do salute Canelo for at least uh, going away from the Macabu fight. But again, I do think he strategically, as always with Canelo, 
he's strategically picking his opponents because again you're taking a fighter who you know probably can't really hurt you i i don't think he honestly feels like uh jamal charlo can hurt him and you got a canelo who already is used to walking in the ring what 175 maybe 180 which is why now he's up there at 168 and was even thinking about going up the cruiserweight because you got a fighter in Canelo who's going in the ring probably almost an 80. So when you bring a dude like that who's used to fighting at uh, a weight class of 160 up into that water with that weight and that skill that Canelo has, I honestly don't uh, uh, feel like this fight will be that competitive, honestly. I think it's uh, a good name for Canelo to pick, and I think I agree with you, Q. I think that Jamal Charlo has to take this fight because there's no more big money chances coming behind this. So you have to suck it up, move up that weight class, go for glory, do whatever you got to do to maybe bulk up a little bit, see if a little bit more added weight can help you uh, sustain the power of Canelo. But it's a fight that, that Jamal Charlo has to take. Um, I honestly, personally, as a fan, while I love to see, and I hope it goes down, I'm more interested in seeing him uh, face a uh, David Benavidez, no who doubt. I feel is more more of a true 168 no pounder. You know, who's more of that bigger dude who could really match Canelo's size. Yeah, size. You know, right. but but at, at the end of the day, man, I guess if we're splitting hairs, man, and we're and we're voting on which would we rather see between Charlo and Macabu. I got to say, man, I'll rock with the Charlo fight all day long, although it's definitely strategic, man. But you got anything no else on it, man? Well, I mean, just my thing is you just had to take the fight. I don't want to hear nothing. I don't want to hear nothing but this fight has been made. You know, I've been sitting back checking every 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 30 minutes, you know, because one thing I don't want to, you know, and I don't want to tell nobody what type of price to put on, put on their chin. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day... <laughs> Hey, man, you got some damage control, going. man. Like you got some real damage control with with, with your fanfare, man. Seriously, because uh, you know. Hey, but, but day, you uh, know what though? But but honestly though, man, I, I'm not really stressed about it about it happening because I do think at the end of the day, man, this is a a prize fighting sport, and when uh the money man in Canelo Alvarez comes knocking at your door, even if you're severely at a disadvantage. You got to take that disadvantage, man, for an opportunity at a life-changing payday that could essentially, you know, put you in retirement if you don't even want to fight anymore. He could fight Canelo this one time in the spring, and if Jamal Charlo never wants to fight again, he could be done. And the other right. intriguing thing, the other intriguing thing that I, I, I like about, about this situation, and I guess this is the benefit of seeing a superstar like Canelo be a free agent, is a lot of people forget that Honestly, Canelo Alvarez only answers to himself. So the reason why Canelo Alvarez also can pick and choose these different random opponents going here and there is because he's totally free. He could go to Showtime. He could go back to the zone. He could go on any network he wants to. He's not tied down to anybody. So I, I think it's interesting, too, to see an Al Heyman fighter be the B-side but this is one of those rare situations where you got an Al Heyman fighter that is definitely the B-side and you have to, you know, uh, go up with the, the stipulations that a Canelo Alvarez wants to go with. So whatever Canelo Alvarez puts on that uh, that plate, 
I'm sorry, but Jamal, he needs to go ahead and take it. Now, you do remember how – now, I will give credit to Caleb Plant because, remember, Caleb Plant did play hardball. Remember how those negotiations fell apart a time or two with the Caleb Plant fight. But right. I will say K- Caleb Plant, though, did have another 168-pound title, though, I believe which is one of the things that I think he had as a bargaining chip. So with Jamal well, Charlo... He either, like, he either had the last piece of, of the puzzle... Right. Or he had yeah, he two had, pieces. He had that he last, had a, yeah, yeah. yeah so, he had the last piece. He had the and, last yeah, piece. That was so he had Canelo that title. Was, um, right, right. Right. So 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 ultimately, that was his bargaining chip. don't have chip, anything so. because you in a division that Canelo don't even care about anymore. So you know what I'm saying? So that's why he had to right. call the shots. Right, so so ultimately, at the end of the day, for that reason, Jamar Charlo is gonna have to. Uh, uh, oh, I mean, at this point, we're talking to Canelo, man. That oh, that ain't that oh, ain't no bargaining chip at this point. Hell, you talking right. about no, Canelo, no, 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 but I mean, who, you know, already, you got an oath, yeah. you know, hey, right? You're right. I mean, he can use that, don't get me wrong. When it comes to negotiations, you got to use all that you got, man. But right. with that being said, though, man, let's move on to the second topic. So over across the pond, it's been a number of years that we've heard two gentlemen by the name of Amir Khan and Kell Brook chirping back and forth. It's been hot and cold. It's been trash talk. It's been the fight is going to happen this spring. Nope, it's going to happen in the winter. Nope, it's going to happen in the summer. Oh, it's not happening at all. Now, suddenly, after both of these fighters are arguably on the downside of their boxing careers. It's finally time to make the money fight over there in London between Khan versus Brooke. So it's finally happened, I believe, February 19th over there. What do you expect to happen with this fight, Q? Is it a fight that you even care to see at this point? What do you think about Amir Khan versus Kell Brook happening in London? Well, man, I actually, um, you know, at this point, because a lot of the a lot of the fights that we we clamoring for, other than Gary Russell and um, Maxayu, um, it a lot of them have, don't have dates. The fact that this has a date, I I'm excited about it because one, the matchup I already like anyway. You know, I want to see them get it on back in their prime, but they both have been knocked out by uh, Canelo and Triple G, respectfully. You know, moving up, jumping weight classes, and and Terence Crawford had both uh. Yeah, also, so they got right. a lot in mm-hmm. common, you know. And at the end of the day, right now, I think it's it's still a fight. It's still a fight to see. We don't know how much either either guy have left in the tank, but um, you know, personally, I I'm favoring um I'm favoring Kell Brook, which I would have been favoring him um, back in the day in their prime. I'm, fa- I'm favoring Kell Brook just because okay. I think I think he has more fundamental skills and he's defensively sound more so. I think he has a better chin also. Um, then, 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 uh, and plus, you know, because my thing with Amir Khan, once he gets, once he gets hurt, and I think that Kev Brook, he got, a, he got a lot, of, he got a lot, he got a lot winded up, winded up in this fight because Khan been, he been badgering him for so long, and he finally, hey, man, hey, hey, he go out to, he go out to back it up, bro. He go out to yeah, back yeah, all yeah. That so I just up. feel like, you know, if he get Khan hurt, I just feel like Khan, Khan, he all, he never really know what to do once he got hurt, you know, and I feel like. Brook, Brook, with that, with that, with that strong jab he got, you know what I'm saying, and, and the size. I feel like uh, it's, I'm, I'm excited. If I had to bet money, I'd bet on Kerr Brook, but I don't know which, who, what either fighter have left in the tank. That's that's the wild card, you know. Uh, 
And man, that was the perfect statement, man. The question, the real question of this fight, man, is how much does either fighter honestly have? You know, I, I really question Kell Brook's heart at this point, and I question Amir Khan's heart at this point. Um, I really think for both of them, this is purely money-driven. So I really, I, I can't call it, man. I have been hearing rumblings, and we have uh, seen it be confirmed that Amir Khan is, I believe, uh, being trained by Bomac. Uh, and he's over there training uh, at times with Terrence Bud Crawford, trying to take a few uh, tips and tricks from him to take into the Kale Brook fight. Um, again, with Amir Khan, I agree a thousand percent, man. It always depends on does Amir Khan get clipped? If he get clipped, if he gets clipped, it, it's, it's all she wrote, man. And that could be the end of the fight. Now, I will say this. I'm actually going to lean towards Amir Khan, man. I'm going to actually say that this is going to be a fight where Amir Khan is going to use his speed and agility, and I'm going to say that he's actually going to escape getting clipped by Kell Brook. Now, I'm not going to front you. If you would have asked me this question probably three years ago, I probably would have rocked with Kell Brook all day long. But because I feel like both fighters are faded, I actually think that uh, Amir Khan has the quickness and the lateral movement to kind of bebap uh, Kell Brook enough around the ring to kind of steal some rounds. And I no think this, this is the fight that if Amir Khan can uh, guard that chin and keep from getting clipped, I think I could see him winning on, on the scorecards. Now, when Amir Khan says he's going to knock out Kell Brook, now, right there, I'd be utterly shocked, bro, if that happens. Because I don't see Amir Khan having no pop to put a Kell Brook out of there. If, if Kell Brook get knocked out by Amir Khan, then Kell yeah. Brook really was faded. He was faded more than we ever thought. But well, I can see Amir Khan ended up winning the decision, though. Well, the, well, the thing is, um, would Amir Khan actually say that now? Amir Khan, he has blistering speed. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And... I think even with the Bud Crawford fight, it's, you know, Bud Crawford hit him with something he didn't see. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. He switched back from uh, – he switched the southpaw. Well, southpaw, southpaw. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he, he caught him with that with that jab. That You know what I'm saying? And, and it was a punch he didn't see. It was more so not, not necessarily – Oh, you talking about Kell Brook? You talking about the Kell Brook one? You talking about the Kell yeah. Brook one? When, when yeah, he got Kell Brook? Yeah, yeah, Kell so Brook got it. So Amir yeah. Khan, with his speed, he could actually blindside Kell Brook. You know what I'm saying? Cause I feel like he he definitely had I feel like he had the hand the hand speed advantage speed. unless he mm -hmm. just slow slowed down a lot. Um, so mm -hmm. that that'll be interesting to see. Um, that's a good point you made. You know, um, I but I think with with that if he if he catch him on the blind side and that's and that speed is too much for Kerr Brook, it could it could it could you know I can see a stoppage. I can see a stoppage. Mm -hmm. That that's how I probably see him winning. Because honestly, I don't know. You know, um, oh, it's a way to see. I'm excited for it. I don't, yeah. I don't know. I, not, I not, that's to me, but as it get closer, you know, because it was right. they had postponed it or whatever when the UK got right. shut down with with COVID, the Omicron or something. But um, I'm glad to hear this back. You put me on. You put me on to the news. It was back on the map. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I think I'm gonna be up. I'm gonna be up checking out when I. Hey, now, now that's now I got another question related to these two men. Now, let's say um one of them wins in spectacular fashion, bro. All right, do you feel like that victory? would put them back in 
a legitimate uh, contender seat in the welterweight division? Or do you think this is honestly a fight where it really doesn't matter how either of them perform? This is just uh, an all-UK fight for the money, and it's just a one-off, man. Or do you think do you do you think a spectacular performance really put somebody back back in the game at welterweight? This is what I got for that. Yeah, I got a perfect answer for that. So, um, in regular circumstances, it'll probably be a no. You know what I'm saying? Unless they did crazy numbers. But mm-hmm. being that that we have a, a new welterweight on that side. That's Ooh, actually Mr. coming Mr. up, ben. right? Connor mm-hmm. Ben fight because he he he, right. he he go a quote from Connor Ben. Now this was funny to me. He said he don't need a tune up. I don't need no tune up. He said we're looking at Adrian Broner, Robert the Ghost Guerrero, and <laughs> who's the third person? It was a third person, bro. Robert the Ghost Guerrero, Adrian hey, Broner. Hey, 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 them sound like tune ups to me, brother. <laughs> sound like well, you need an oil change, oh, tune up, muffler. All of it, <laughs> boy. Everything. You need your tire rotated. Boy. Hey, and the third person I can't I can't think of who the third person was, but it was all it was all tune ups, man. Man, you know, Robert funny. Guerrero, bro, bro. He said Robert Guerrero. Robert Guerrero, bro, straight up. Oh man, and shout Bowen. out to, to the ghosts, man. I, shout I out to ghosts, shout out to all them guys, man. But but, it, but, but those will be tune ups. Those will be, be tune ups. third, real. I can't think of the third name. It hit me, but either way it go. So I feel like either, either one of these guys that win, that will save the day because I. Ha- at certain things that are going to comments when I see certain things, I like who's thinking like mm-hmm. I'm thinking. Man, people are like, man, this man bugging. <laughs> you know, he bugging. All these guys tune up, so at least two out of the three was right. Mm-hmm. But I, I looked at all three of them like you know they wasn't um le- you know like legit title contenders at this point, right? You know? But uh, hey man, you bring that, up a, you bring that, up that a would be the perfect man. fight for me. Mm-hmm. Now, now you you bring up a good point, man. This is a a scenario where. You hit that one on the head. Anybody over, but you know what I will say, even beyond a Connor Ben, bro. The reason why this could put one of them back, just at least on the map as a contender, is because what I will say about Amir Khan or Kell Brook, they have built up a solid name. They both had pretty decent boxing careers. So if either of them wins spectacularly and blows the other out. I, I, I could see uh, either of them getting uh, a huge payday, whether it's a Conor Ben uh, over across the pond or maybe even coming over here and fighting another uh, a Jerome Boots Ennis, you know, or uh, a Virgil Ortiz. We got a couple of welterweights over here, but, won't do that. you know, th- that also could happen, man. But that's a wrap on that topic. Now, for all of our fans out there, we're now about to get into our rapid fire segment. And this is connect or with. All right. And connect. Connect simply means that you agree. And with means that you absolutely disagree. And so our first connector with of pod number 89 is Q. Oscar Valdez will actually fight Shakur Stevenson this year in 2022. Uh, it's a tough one, you know, but I'm going to go out on a limb, man. I'm going to say a connect. I'm only going to say a connect because, and it could just be all hype, you know. Um, Shakur mm-hmm. Stevenson got told something, it seems, because he was like, this is going to be my year. People going to, they going to, they going to um put me on a pound for pound list, like some, some coming up the pipe. So I don't know what Mr. Bob Aaron doing. I don't know if Bud Crawford uh-huh. with the, with the, with the comments he made, the recent lawsuit, 
if it's if mm-hmm. it's pushing things a certain direction, if and my thing is it either have to be for him to say that, it either have to be uh my man Oscar Valdez, or it had to be Tiafima Lopez, which is both under top rank. You know what I'm saying? Right. Along with, along with um, along with um, with Shakur Stevenson. So it's something. I feel like somebody whispering sweet something's in his ear. So I, I'm gonna say a connect, even though I really don't. You know what I'm saying? You know, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna do a connect hey. on faith, like I do sometimes. Connect. Hey, hey, I I will say this, man, and it's intriguing. Um. And who knows what all the details are in the whole Bud lawsuit? And you know, we'll 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 speak on what we think about Bud and Bob a little bit later. But you know, I, I find it intriguing when people take a step back and let's take a look at this Oscar Valdez and Shakur Stevenson uh, fight that should happen because, like you said, Q, they're both top rank. They're both top rank fighters, and at the end of the day. It should happen this year. The only way, the only way that Oscar Valdez should not be fighting Shakur Stevenson would be if somebody or some promoter or team is protecting Oscar Valdez. That's the only way that he should the be team. able to get out. That, yeah, that, that's the only way yeah. he's gonna get out of here. So I'm gonna I'm gonna sit here and say I think it's a connect. In my heart, I think he's gonna duck it, bruh. But for some reason, I kind of think that I kind of think that is actually gonna happen, man. So I'm gonna go ahead on I'm gonna go out on a limb and I'm gonna say that Oscar Valdez and Shakur Stevenson will get in the ring in 2022. Because because you remember he uh he you know he done called out Shakur Stevenson. That's why I want I want Shakur Stevenson. So he said that in the public, but in the private. Oh, yeah, he don't want he don't yeah, yeah, he don't want that. He told Shakur Stevenson this because uh cause Shakur like man, give me Oscar Valdez. You're like, he said right. he want to fight me. He said, that ain't what he's telling me. That ain't what the team's saying. You know, mm-hmm. it was Narado, somebody, whoever. It, it was another name, you know. So it's easy to say something in the public, but in the private, you know what I'm saying? Especially after you see Shakur get in the ring and do what he did to, to you know what I'm saying? To Jamel uh, Herring, to, Jam- to simplify. Jamel yeah, Jamel Herring, yeah. Yeah, like, and, and, yeah. As a matter of fact, and then they were trying to give the winner out of, um, out of, what my man Burchan, Burchan, and um, Burchell, Burchell was, was Burchan and Maurice Hooker. Some supposed to fight or did, I don't know. It was it was some guy that had had already lost. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, old, they are they are scheduled to fight. Who who is, is that? Who Burchell's about to fight? I, don't know, I know he's, he's a, returning to fight somebody. All I know is it's almost it's it. it, it I, I don't know that I can't explain the exact situation, but it reminds me of how how you got Demetrius Andrade and you got. Mon- what my man name? Hami Mungia. Hami Mungia. Yeah. Where Hami he could Mungia, fight, yeah. he could just jump in and fight Andrade. Period. Mm-hmm. Call, right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But he want he want to fight. He want to eliminate him and all of this. So it's one of those right. type of things. And, and that's they, what it's and looking they like. Both under, they both you got a clear you got a clear right. path with the right. same promoter where you could fight. Right. You could jump mm-hmm. in and fight. Um, you know. But either way, it go. It ain't really too many more places to run. And if they paid attention to last year, what what like what I said last year. You you can mess around and lose to a, a no name or to somebody that's lesser than instead of you fight mm-hmm. the best out there that, that's people that's already popping. And if you lose, you can fight them again and you might be able to get two or three paydays out of this. You know what I'm saying? Right. You might get two or three paydays. You might be able to get a trilogy. So with a top. Yeah, guy. I mean, right. I mean, so it, it's gonna be interesting to see, man, if uh 
what what path the Oscar Valdez camp decides to take, I think that uh, it's like you said, man. There's no excuse for it not transpire. They need to take a note out of the Tiafima Lopez and Vasily Lomachenko book, where clearly at a certain point, both of those boys they wanted to fight. They were both under top rank. Bob made it happen, so Poetic. there's no excuse. And I will say, the fact that we're not hearing any rumblings of it coming down the pipe. Let's me know that definitely probably the Oscar Valdez camp is probably doing everything possible to go a different route uh, outside of Shakur Stevenson. But let's get into the second connected with topic. We have the quote Clarissa Shields, who this year in 2022 is finally making her return to the boxing ring. Yeah, y'all heard that, the boxing ring. January 29th. MMA, not in MMA, but she's returning to put the gloves on and simply throw those hands against Emma Cozen. All right? Emma Cozen. So, Q, the connector will is, do you expect a great performance after such a long layoff from boxing and doing the MMA thing you expect to see a great performance from Clarissa Shields. No doubt. No doubt. I think she's she's gonna she's gonna um feel right at home. And I feel like she uh, you know, she's gonna be ready, man. She's gonna wanna make a statement, you know, because you know, we gotta you got the her mega fight is hanging in the balance, you know what I'm saying? After this fight, uh Savannah Marshall. Savannah Marshall. Fight, you know? mm-hmm. So right. I feel like she's gonna come put a stamp on this thing, man, and you know, because you know, it's been a, it's been a lot of guy, a lot of lot of grounds gained. You know, with Katie Taylor and you got Amanda Serrano. It's really it's really a three horse race. You know what I'm saying in this top pound for pound thing. You know, um, mm-hmm. and it, it it's an ongoing saga. You know what I'm saying. So she gonna put a stamp. She gonna put a stamp down. I think and um look great and 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 be be primed and ready for that Savannah Marshall matchup. And you know, I, I haven't heard a word from her, but hopefully she she done with the MMA at least. You know. For a long time, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Just lock in, and and, and um, you know, but I, I expect a great performance. And shout out to shout out to Clarissa Shields for being inducted into the Guinness Book of World Records, man. Real quick, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. Um, she's the only human being, the only mammal, the only man or woman to win two consecutive uh, weight divisions. Be to be undisputed, and she's in the super the uh, the super middleweight 168 and the 160. You know what I'm saying? In the in the uh, hammer fight, the hammer fight at 160 in the Marie Declare fight last year, where she became the 168 undisputed champ. She's the only person in history to ever do that. You know what I'm saying? Hey Anyways, man, brother, I, I, I going so salute. long, brother. Don't nah, 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 shoot, nah, man, go in, man. We gotta salute the quote. We gotta salute, man, the for quote, real. Man. I ain't mad for real. at it. Uh, shout out because it ain't every day that you make the Guinness Book of World Records, my I'm brother. You know, so what I'll say is, man, I agree with you, man, wholeheartedly. That's an absolute connect. And here's why. Clarissa Seals has lamented for so long that she has not gotten that true opportunity to shine on the biggest stage and get the biggest bag possible in boxing. And, man, overseas, there is a huge bag waiting on her against Savannah Marshall. And I do not believe that any woman right now is going to mess up that bag full of Carissa Shields. So I firmly, firmly, firmly expect to see a excellent showing 
by Clarissa Shields. I, I expect it to be uh, a domination. I expect, even though I know she doesn't have the most uh, excellent knockout ratio or pretty low knockout ratio, I expect the quote to go after her head and her body and try to see if she can get up out of there. At the very least, I know it's going to be a hell of an, an entertaining fight because all that money that's going to be made overseas against Savannah Marshall, uh, the quote is not letting any of that go to waste. So, man, I agree. that That's definitely a connect for that one. So now – she... Go ahead. No, and, and she signed it. Clarissa has signed a uh, contract over there too, man, a multi-fight deal over there, seven-figure deal. So, uh-huh. you know what I'm saying? Salute to her for getting that bag, and hopefully there's many more bags to come, man. Right. Up. Hey, hey, man. And, again, I got to salute a lot of – um, our overseas uh, uh, promoters, again, I can't never they say it enough. Thing. People like Eddie Hearn and zone they keep on elevating the status of women's boxing. And we're right. starting to see where it, there's a bag for you if you're a woman overseas. Because I think even our girl Jessica McCaskill, did she oh, sign yeah. another she deal with Eddie Hearn? No I, I think she signed for another bag over there with him. Matter of so. fact, Bonga, Alicia Bongana, she, she's over there now. You know what I'm saying? And it's, right. It's, 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 yeah, it's many more. And he's swooping, he's swooping them all up. So so let's let's get into the last one, man. As we wrap up Pod 89, man, let's get into the very, very last connector whip. So we have one Dillian White who has been waiting oh so long. Oh, talk about somebody waiting on a payday, my brother. Dillian (laughs) White has been waiting on a payday from none other than Mr. Mr. Fury himself. For for one reason or another, fight doesn't happen, didn't happen, beefing with the WBC back and forth. He finally gets to the point where he's the mandatory challenger and is activated and he's supposed to get the Fury fight. But guess what? The split is 80-20. 80-20. Where if this goes to a purse bid, as of right now, Tyson Fury would get 80% of the pot to Dillian White only getting 20. Here is the connector with the WBC is screwing Mr. White over, only giving him... 20% of the pot against Tyson Fury. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think I think it deserves more than 20% now. I mean, you know, because one thing about Dylan White has a fan base. He definitely, right. he that, definitely that, has a fan that's base. That's what they so are. Bringing fanfare, and, you know, and you know right. he's bringing them bombs. He, he's bringing a fight. You know, mm. he don't come half-ass. If Dylan White come to fight right. and the fans are behind him and it's a UK showdown and he's a big name over there, so I just feel like he, he deserves more than that, you know. And that's my take. Hey, man. And, and and that's, hey, man, and you're a thousand percent right because actually that's part of what uh, Dillian White, Eddie Hearn, and his camp are arguing. They're arguing that, okay, over here across the pond, Dillian White is over here selling out arenas. Right. He's They're over talking here about headline. Yeah, he, he's, yeah right. he's over here headlining uh, pay-per-view cards. So they're like, don't get it twisted. Just because Mr. White ain't coming over to America or different places fighting over here, he's doing numbers. So he should be entitled to a little bit more than just a measly 20% with Tyson getting 80. I'm sorry, man. I'm not taking those punches from that Goliath of a 6'9", (laughs) 300-pound dude to get only 20% of the pot, man. So hopefully he wins uh, his argument. 
with the WBC and can up that number at least to what, 65, 35? I mean, if I'm dealing with what I take, I'll at least take 35%. Right. right? So, so, so ho hopefully that can happen, man. But with all that being said, man, it's been excellent kicking it with y'all on Podcast 89. Wait, Anything wait, wait, left? wait, 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 wait. Don't be disrespectful now. You know, we got one more now. We got... We got we got the money man now. We ain't gonna talk about the money man. Oh no no no! Oh, we we got that in overtime, man. They gotta tune oh, my into bad, the bro. YouTube. Yeah 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 yeah. They, they gotta tune into the YouTube for that. One. I need to. We cheat. got we definitely we we got the bonus topics coming for y'all. Okay. But y'all y'all lock into our YouTube for those clips. This man. is the Get in pod. There. Anything else, too, man? For our podcast listeners. Part 89, man. Y'all get in there, get in there, and do your thing, man. You know what I'm saying? And matter of fact, yeah, get in there, get in the YouTube, man. Get on, get on. We on every platform. We got a, we got a website. You know what I'm saying? And we got, we got merch, man. So go on the website and you got all, all the other, all the other portals to the other things we doing, the amazing things we doing, man. IG, everything. You dig? That's what we got, man. Uh most definitely, man. And we appreciate all y'all for listening. Please like, share, spread the word. Box of Vibes TV. This word. is your man, JD. And from Q, and we out. Already.